Welcome to The Offer Letter, the podcast designed to help you, the job seeker, to perfect your interview skills. Every episode, we have a special guest here to help us decode a common interview question with me, your host and interview coach, Michael Manzano. Today's question is, what book are you currently reading? Now, your first thought about this question is probably, I've never gotten that question in an interview, or that's a stupid question anyways, or easy. I would say I'm reading Harry Potter or Fifty Shades of Grey. Done and done. Let me tell you a quick little story. Now, one day I went for coffee with today's guest, and I usually like to ask people, what's the most interesting question that you ask in an interview? And right away, this one came up. Now, for someone like me who isn't much of a reader, then at the time, I actually couldn't even think of the last book I've read. And full confession, after that, I did decide to pick up a book and not something like Cat in the Hat, which I would usually read to my kids or something like that. Now, let's say you do enjoy reading. Then what do you tell them about the book that you read or that you've read? And do you give them spoilers? Or what if you're like me and you don't really read? Then what do you tell them? Today's guest is Todd Hirsch, who is the VP and the Chief Economist at ATB Financial and the co-author of Spiders in COVID Space, Adapting During and After the Pandemic. Okay, now quickly, let's get the elephant out of the room because you're probably thinking, why is an economist on the show and not a recruiter or a career coach, which we usually have? I mean, I got to tell you, he's probably one of the smartest people I know, and he still interviews quite a few people with questions like the one today. So Todd, welcome to the show. And you know what? Outside of a book club, why do you and why would a recruiter ask this question? Yeah, well, I love this question when I'm doing recruiting, and I don't know if a lot of other recruiters do, but uh, I think it's a great question to ask, what book are you reading? For one thing, it kind of puts, you know, it's a nice neutral question. It's it's not off limits. There's lots of things you, you know, actually can't ask uh, a, a candidate uh, about themselves personally um, for, for a lot of legal reasons. But, you know, asking what book they're reading, it's a nice neutral question. It's not going to be sensitive, but it's probably a question that the candidate has not specifically prepared for. So I think it's a nice way of, you know, you're not trying to throw them off balance, but it's a nice way of getting, of drawing out an answer from them that they maybe haven't, you know, prepared and, and, re, and, and they're reciting back an answer because they know they're going to get asked it. So it's a nice neutral question. It maybe surprises them a little bit. And it shows how they might be able to think on their feet with a question they weren't anticipating. So speaking of not being prepared for a question, how can someone prepare for this question if they weren't even expecting it? Like, do you have any tips or tricks for how to answer it? Well, I think it's important for every candidate going into an interview to be prepared, but also to, to you know, go in with an understanding. They might ask me something I'm not prepared for and not to get, you know, Purposely not to get too flustered about that. If you don't have an answer recited, you know, that you can pull out of your little bag. So and if it's not the question about what book you're reading, it, you know, it's likely going to be something else. Another kind of neutral question they might not be expecting. It is hard to prepare for because, you know, sort of by the definition, they're not expecting it. But even going into the interview, understanding that there may be a question or two coming that I'm not prepared to answer. Don't get too flustered about it. Uh, sort of think your way through it. Uh, and most of all, be honest, because these kinds of questions, I think it's also a way of, 
you know, the, the interviewer being able to tell, are they really being sincere in this answer or are they making up an answer because they think that's what I want to hear? You mentioned not getting flustered. Now, what advice would you give someone who hears this question and they start to get nervous because it's not something they prepared for? Like, do you have any tips on how people can stay calm and relaxed? Well, that's always, you know, and it's it's nerve wracking being in interviews. Absolutely. That's that's part of it. That's just part of the the game of, of interviewing is, you know, it's it's going to be a little bit nerve wracking um, advice. You know, obviously, the more you do it, even if you are able to practice with somebody um, that always helps. But just focus on your breathing and don't be nervous or, or don't be don't hesitate to just say, you know, could I have a couple of seconds just to think about that answer. Calm yourself down, focus on your breathing, a couple of deep breaths, and you'll be fine. I think mostly when people get into trouble in interviews, when they get flustered, is that they their their breathing is off, they're um, you know hyperventilating, and they think they've got to spew out an answer like right off the bat. And a good interviewer will allow the candidate a couple of seconds, you know, five or ten seconds, which might feel like a long time when you're sitting there, but five or 10 seconds just to kind of collect your thoughts and then give your answer. In fact, as an interviewer, I actually kind of respect that, that someone would say, I want to be thoughtful about this answer. So, you know, can I have just a couple of seconds to think about it? And the thing that time is really just more time to focus on your breathing and calm down. I like how you were talking about asking for some extra time, like buying time so you can formulate your answer. So can you give us a good example of how you would answer this question or maybe a good answer that you've heard in the past? Well, I'll give you an example of, of a bad way to answer the question first. Um, you know, I asked a candidate once, uh, I said, tell me what, a, a book that you're reading at the moment and, and what you think about it. And she said, well, and just some context here, I'm an economist. I was hiring this uh, this position as a junior economist. And the candidate said, well, first of all, I only read books about economics. And that for me kind of did it in because either you're just telling me this because you think that's the answer I'm looking for. So either you're lying or even worse, you only really do read books about economics, which is going to make you a really boring person, I thought. <laughs> now, she probably would have been great. I mean, she was a great candidate, but um, and this her answer on this question wasn't the reason she didn't get the job. But I don't think it was. That's that's an example of how not to answer the question, because I think she was uh, trying to give the answer I was looking for. It would have been far better if she had just said, well, you know what? Actually, I'm not a big reader. You know, I, I, I did read a book, you know, a, a year ago about this or that, but I actually enjoy maybe more podcasts than books um, and maybe talk about that. Or actually, maybe you say I'm I'm really actually into uh, film. I love watching movies and this is a favorite movie. That's a perfectly acceptable way to answer the question rather than being dishonest about something. Okay, so now, Todd, I mean, if you talk about podcasts or movies, then don't you think that's not answering the question? Well, I mean, if if you really don't read books, um, there is no way to answer the question other than say, well, actually, I, I'm not a big reader. I, I still think it's a better way to answer it than than lying and say, you know, I only read books about economics or, or this, that. Or you might want to say, um, and this is actually how I would answer the question. I would say, well, 
I love reading both fiction books and nonfiction books, and I kind of toggle back and forth between the two. And at the moment, I'm reading a fiction book, a novel about, you know, whatever it is, uh, because, again, that's honest. But I don't know if someone might not want to talk about a fiction book if they're being interviewed by an economist because they are worried that, you know, books about economics are the only thing that they should be reading. But no, if, if the interviewer asks you, tell me about uh, the last book you read to say, uh, well, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I don't really connect with reading a lot of books, but I do like to do something else. I, I think that's a totally honest and respectable way to answer the question. And it also shows from an interview's perspective, um, this person is being sincere and this person is able to kind of think on their feet while they're answering a question they weren't anticipating. Okay, so let's take it on the other side and let's okay. say that you love, 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 love reading. I mean, how much did you talk about the book that you've read? This kind of question, I wouldn't go into a whole lot of detail uh, unless the interviewer comes back and says, oh, tell me more about that. Uh, I would try to keep it really quite brief because, again, the interviewer is not they're not really looking for the details of what you're reading. They're looking to see how do you respond to a question you might not have anticipated. So I would I would err on the side of brevity. And if the interview question if the interviewer comes back and asks another question about the book, then you go into more detail about it. But yeah, shorter answers in for that kind of thing I think are better. Okay, and just like a tip for everyone out there, if remember that if you talk about a book or a movie or anything, then no spoilers. No spoilers, okay? That might be a deal breaker. I mean, in the end, these are the types of questions that are a lot of fun to answer because, it, I mean, it talks about those things that you enjoy and people get to know you a little more rather than those traditional questions, you know, like those tell me about yourself, all those kinds of things that we go over on this podcast. Now, Todd, you always have things on the go. I mean, thank you so much for being here today. You always have things on the go. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the things that you're up to these days? Well, you are right. I always do have things on the go. Um, this spring and, and summer have actually been busy. One, uh, back in March, uh, my co-author and I, we released our fourth book together called Spiders in COVID Space. It captures some of the stories of businesses and non-for-profits that during the COVID pandemic, they had to pivot and reinvent themselves and, and sort of refocus their energies in, in really creative ways. So we captured some of those stories. So the book is, is one project. Another project similar to what you and I are doing right here is I have a podcast of my own um, that ATB sponsors. It's called The Future Of. And in each episode of The Future Of, we talk about uh, a different aspect of, of the economy, of society, of, of art and culture. And we I have a guest on, or a couple of guests usually, and we try to unpack what is the future going to look like in banking, for example, or what is the future of art and culture? What's the future of community building? Lots of different really rich conversations I have in my podcast. So that's been a lot of fun. And we're going to have all that information in the show notes and the show description, so make sure that you definitely check those great resources out. Todd mentioned neutral questions. That could be, what are your hobbies, or what kind of TV shows are you watching, or what kind of movies are you interested in? It doesn't always just have to be about books. So do you have to prepare for this question? I mean, not necessarily, but be aware that it might be asked, and it's not always, what are you reading, or watching, or listening to, but... 
It's really how you answer the question. Now, Todd, thanks so much for joining us again today. It's always great to collaborate with you. Michael, it's been a real treat to be here. Thanks for having me on. And thank you to our listeners for joining us today on The Offer Letter. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can get the latest episodes. My name is Michael Manzano, and join us next time as we decode another interview question so you can get your offer letter. Thank you.